everyone welcome to today's episode i am so excited to have you here and i am so grateful to everyone who tuned in yesterday to listen to yesterday's episode and i pray that god blesses you richly and as you stay with me on this channel i trust god that we're going to do much more together now uh we've been talking on the infallibility of god's word and i just want to talk further into that line i just want to i just want to continue from where we stopped yesterday now uh, before we continue i want to bring a few things i said yesterday to your mind uh, i said that as a child of god it is important that you take hold of god's word and you believe his word from the point where you have you have absolute trust in his word because he exalts his word above all the revelation of his name now i want to show you a scripture in isaiah while i was thinking about today's episode i i stumbled on i, I won't say i stumbled now i just feel it's god taking me back to uh, one of the scriptures I want to read to you from Isaiah 55 from verse 7 alright we're talking on the infallibility of God's word okay let me take it from verse 8 it says for my thoughts are not your thoughts and neither are your ways my ways said the lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts are your thoughts now that's not what we're looking at but that's even powerful in itself for if we go down to if we go down to verse 10 you see he says for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither but watereth the earth and make it bring forth a board that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11, that's where, I, that's where we're going to, and I want you to look at it very carefully. He says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. I'll take verse 11 again. He said, I'll start from verse 10. He says, For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven and return it down not thither but water the earth and make it it bring forth and board that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater says so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which i please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto i sent it now you see what the bible is telling us here it says god's word it doesn't go out and come back for it. It says, so as it says, for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and does not return back, but water the earth, and make it bring forth fruits. When you plant a fruit, when you plant anything, because the rain has come upon it, it's gonna produce fruit. That it may give seed to the sower, it may give something to the person who planted it, and bread to the eater. He said that's the way God's word is. When he releases a word, when he says a word, it doesn't go back to him. It goes and accomplishes that wish he has sent it. 
you see it says that prosper in that thing where to i sent it that is god saying if i tell you like i said yesterday if i if i tell you uh, uh my son you're blessed or my son this is what you're going to do for me he has said it is there's a law at work and and god is saying that that word must produce that thing he has said it produce now let me share a personal testimony with you now a few months ago um i was in church and i was praying for uh, i was planning for my outreach now when i was planning for the outreach i needed to have uh some things that i wanted to to give out it was a medical outreach now prior to that time i was not i was not planning a medical outreach now i was planning to have an outreach but i didn't know the kind of outreach it was going to be so i was in church i was praying and god showed me this beautiful picture of myself praying for the sick in an hospital laying hands on the sick you know so i was really excited and i said i was going to do it so along the line i called my members the members of my cell and i said this is what god is saying we should do and it is what we're going to do because we are prone to do um, we're prone to, prone to do children when god says something we take it and we run with it so i said this is what we're going to do but i thought because i've not never had an outreach before i thought um it was just going to be we'd go there and pray for the sick we'd share the word of god with them and then that would be it you know but somebody said to me said that stuff that you give out to these people when you go to the hospital like you give them tools you give them some gifts and stuff like that but i didn't have the money to do all of that so it was a major challenge for me so i said to myself okay uh i don't really have all of these things but such as i have i will give so i said i was going to give to them the word of god i was going to pray for the sick a lot of people are going to recover and that would be it you know so i left it but one night i was i was sitting outside and i was just praying to god i was praying for the outreach and everything i was just talking to god about the outreach i was just praying in tongues under my breath now god spoke to me he said if i listen to what he said to me he said if i tell you or show you anything that you're going to do whether you're doing it for me as your father whether you're doing it for humanity or for yourself he said in my mind in his mind it is already done he said if it doesn't happen it is my fault now i don't know if you heard that i want to say it again he said son if i tell you something you're going to do for me for yourself or for humanity in my mind it is already done if it doesn't happen it is your fault now that was a really serious issue for me okay because i said to myself but lord i need to have money for this needs i need this and this and this and this you know but here is god talking to me and said he has told me what i would do which is, is the word he has given me that if that doesn't happen it is my fault now that shook me to my i don't know but it shook me honestly because i didn't i really didn't know how to what to make of it you know so i just i, I continued praying you know and i was hoping that 
God will explain what it meant more to me. So the days went by and I started to understand that God was saying to me that he has given me his word and, and his word will not return void. His word is infallible. That's what he meant. That if he said to me that I'm going to do this thing, that is his word. If I hold on to that word and believe it, it will going to produce it is going to produce that thing he has said it will produce. If it doesn't produce that thing he has said it will produce, it is my fault and not his because the word will not go back to him. It is my fault because I didn't take hold of the word. It is my fault because I didn't believe the word. It is my fault because I didn't act on the word. So you see, it, it is important that we know how to respond to the word of God, that we know how to to believe and take hold of the word of God. Maybe I'm going to share one of these my teachings. Maybe I'm going to share on how to respond to the word of God. But for now, uh, we're just going to continue on on this session where we talk about the infallibility of God's word. So you see, what happened is a day to the time of the outreach, a day to the day of the outreach, I still haven't gotten the uh, uh, things I, I needed for the outreach. It was clear that I was just going to go there give out some rhapsody realities give out some 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 other maybe some other mainstream materials and i was just going to pray for the sick and that would be all but miraculously it was even in the night when we're having a meeting a prayer meeting like a prayer and planning meeting for the outreach the next day online that money started coming in it was right there it was evident that it was god and not me or anything else or anybody else it was God people started sending in money somebody called me and said uh, 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 Matthew I want to be part of this outreach you're having sent me money somebody said oh you guys are having an outreach sent me money so you see money started coming in from everywhere money started coming in it was clear as daylight that God was doing something in our midst and you know and that that has that has stayed with me it, it strengthened my my resolve to to believe god's word and, and it told me it showed me that god god's word truly is infallible if he tells you you're going to do something you have all the tools made to do it you have everything available to make it come to pass you have the resources you have the people god doesn't call a man and give him his word and leave him helpless okay when he calls you, he, he gives you all the tools that you need. He gives you all the resources that you need. So, believe in his word. Dare to believe in his word. You see, as children of God, we must learn to, to, to believe God's word. We must learn to take his word as it is. You know, truly there's no salvation without, without words. There's no, a man cannot be saved without God's word. There's no salvation without words. If a man must be saved, he must understand the power of words. I'm not talking about uh, uh, confessing the confession, prayer of salvation, where you confess the the Lord, the, the, the word of God that you've given, that Jesus is the Lord of your life with your mouth. I'm not talking about that one. That one in itself is beautiful because it is the tool that gives you access into the work of faith into into communion into fellowship with god but i'm talking about the one that sustains your christian life the one that sustains your godly life the one that sustains your work with god you must consciously and deliberately take hold of the word of god you 
must study his word, you must believe in his word. When he says something to you, you must accept it as it is for you to be able to make progress in your Christian work. You must take his word as it is. One of my favorite scriptures says in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, it says, this book, of, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and thou mayest observe to do all that is within all that is therein and thou and and, and thou shalt make thy way prosperous and shall have good success you see the book of the lord that is talking about there is the word of god that is what the book of the law is it is not any other thing when you meditate on the word when you stay on the word and you observe to do the word it shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success so you see if you must be saved if you are in a situation right now, let's say you're going through pain, you're going through a challenge or the other, like I said, find out what God's word says about it and take a hold of that word. Meditate on that word, brood on that word, act on that word, for in that word lies your salvation. A man cannot be saved without the word. You cannot be saved in your Christian work. You cannot make progress without the word of God. When the word of God comes out from his mouth, your responsibility is to hold on to that word and act on that word. So you see, God's word is infallible. He said his word shall not return to him void. If he tells you you're going to go to school and he will sponsor you, that word must certainly come to pass. If he tells you you're going to go around the world, believe in that word. You are the seed of Abraham and you own the word. Definitely you go around the world. So act on those words and, and, and stay with the word. I feel strongly that God is going to do something marvelous in your life and it's going to cause you to ride on the high places of life. Stay with his word. God has a plan for you. I keep telling you that there's greatness inside of you and, and God is making all that concerns you be perfect. He said he has given us all things that pertains unto life and godliness. Everything that you need in your life, the Lord has granted you in the mighty name of the lord jesus so dare to believe his word is what is infallible his word is constant his word doesn't fail from generation to generation his word is the same he says heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall not pass away so i'm, I'm just here to encourage you to believe in god's word more and trust in his word okay just know that god has a plan for your life and is looking out for you the Bible says the eyes of God go to and fro over the righteous. He's, he has a plan for you. Okay. So remain blessed. Stay blessed. And, and, and do God's word. We are doers of God's word. And in doing God's word. Hello everybody, so good to be back here. I've missed you guys so much. Alright, and I am super glad to be back here. Now we've been talking about the infallibility of God's word. And I shared some amazing truths with you. That God's word is absolute. God's word doesn't fail. It doesn't change. It is the same yesterday, today and forever. Now I just want to build on that and talk more on... Uh, what I've titled Christ Consciousness. Now, um, uh, the beautiful thing about about this life of God and this life that God has given us is that 
we can actually live on earth here and walk as though it is jesus walking on the surface of the earth now somebody um, the kind of mind will say what do i mean by that uh, it is not possible for any man to 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 say he's jesus or to say um, he has the same rights as as jesus had has even so many christians struggle with the fact that they do not believe that you can actually live in this realm in this earth form in your physical body and walk as the master walked all right they struggle with that truth they struggle with that revelation you know but the bible clearly makes us understand that uh, we are the same we have the same life we have the same authority we have the same privileges as jesus has when he stands before the father you know we are when we stand to pray when we stand to to talk to the lord it is as though jesus is the one talking to the lord because we end it by saying in the name of jesus now many people don't understand what that really means if they feel they're just saying a prayer you know they feel it's just uh, uh, an access to the father yes um, jesus is really an access to the father you know but it is there's more you know it is as though when we pray it is as though jesus is the one standing right there before the father that's how we get our prayers answered you know the bible says that all his promises are yea and amen there's a reason for that it's because jesus whenever jesus prays he prayed it got answers you know he was always answered you know that is why at one point the disciples said to the master teach us to pray you know because they saw that he had results they saw that whenever he prayed god heard him now that is the same privilege and the same access that god has given us when we pray in the name of in the name of jesus now but i want you to carry this consciousness in your mind that when you pray it is not you praying all right it is you praying but god is not seeing you as in you because you are coming in the name of jesus now i don't really know how to explain this to you but the people of the world they've given us they've tried they've they've, they've given us a kind of mindset a kind of uh mentality where they want us to think that we are less of god we are we are we are mere mortals but you see the christian is not just a human being there's nothing human about you all right i don't really know how to break this to you right now but i want you to understand that there's something inside of you that makes you different from the world your consciousness should be that of christ how was jesus like when he walked the face of the earth now i, I like to ask myself some some questions sometimes when i'm in some situations you know i like to find out how would jesus react to the situation that we're facing you know several weeks ago uh, uh since we had this lockdown i've been asking myself what the master would do if he walked the face of the earth at this time you know i was asking myself some really interesting questions you know and it's all right to try to find answers when you're facing challenges go to god that is why he's there i bet you i always guarantee you that he would respond to you all right is the god that wants to reason that's why i said come unto me and let's reason say come let's reason together he wants you to bring your strong points he wants you to present your case and ask questions because he's a loving father you know and he cares and he wants he wants to listen to you that's why when you pray you should have it should be as though you're communicating with him 
all right so back to what i was telling you you know i was asking questions in my mind you know i wanted to find out what jesus would do at this time you know from the scriptures i realized that if jesus walked the face of the earth at this time that we're having this uh, we seem to be having this global pandemic as they call it now i bet you jesus would still go around having crusades he would he would he would lay hands on the sick you know now they say we should practice uh social distancing and all of that all of that is good to the natural mind why you do all of that because uh the bible so admonishes us to obey the law and 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 listen to the government and all of that do not i repeat do not ever forget your god-given privileges your your, your god-given rights and the things that god has made you the bible says they that know their god they shall be strong and they shall do exploits all right now that is a statement of absolute truth and if you look at that statement from the scriptures it says they that know their god shall be strong and they shall do exploits now that's not telling you that uh, uh because you are a christian you're going to do exploits that's not what that scripture is saying he said they that have knowledge of god they shall be strong and they shall do exploit it means your strength comes from a place of knowledge your strength comes from a place of of knowing who your god is it means that you are conscious of the life and the power of god as a work in you you see so you don't you don't just go around and and live as though you are you are in a quagmire as though you're in a situation that god cannot help you from you know your words your 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 actions should be dependent on the knowledge of god that you have of the knowing that christ lives in you truly you see if you're not born again uh, um, then it's a different thing altogether i advise you to get born again and begin to study the scriptures and find out what god's word says concerning you but today i'm talking to the one that is actually born again the one that has confessed jesus as the lord and savior of your life you know there is a place for you in god there is a place for you in christ and that place is a place of absolute victory absolute dominion absolute power and truth you see that's why it is important that you feed on God's word because your knowing of God's word will give you strength. It says, they that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. You see, there's a scripture I love so much. Uh, uh, it says, uh, when there be a casting down, thou shalt say there's a lifting up. Now, looking at that scripture, all right, you see that before you will say that there's a lifting up, it means that you have a knowledge of the god that you serve you see the bible says he that is weak should say i am strong how do you do that how do you apply those scriptures to your life when you do not understand that something is inside of you that gives you strength the bible says the joy of the lord gives strength you see the joy of the lord is your strength now how do you apply those scriptures to your life when you do not know that christ is your strength when you do not know that god is 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 all power is all sovereign you 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 begin to assess those those realities when you study god's word that's why it's important for you to know god's word for yourself you see they that know their god shall be strong and they shall do exploits now you can paraphrase and say they that do not know their god they shall lack strength 
and they shall lack exploits because they do not have a knowing of God. Okay, now I want to read a very important scripture. It is actually my test scripture for today. It is in 1 John chapter 4 from verse 17. All right, there's a, there's a part there in that scripture that I want you to see. Now, um, let's just read it from verse 16. 1 John 4, 16, it says, And we have known, look at it again, and we have known, all right, and we have known and believed the love that God had for us. Now, looking at that scripture again, you see the place of knowledge, where knowledge comes in again. You see, a child who knows that if he jumps down, his father will catch him, all right, will have no issue jumping down, would have no fear in him. You see, perfect love that God has for us has, has no fear. The kind of love that God has for us has no fear. That is the same love that the father tries to exhibit, even, even in his limited state and form. You see, a father who truly loves his child will do anything for his child. Even that love as it is, that love is beautiful, but it is limited to the kind of love that God has for us. It says, I want to read that scripture again. It says, and we have known, we have known the kind of love that God has for us. We have known and believed the love that God had for us. It says, God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. That's another part of the scripture. And God in him. It's from verse 17, it says, Hearing is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Now, most people think that hearing is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Most people think that the day of judgment is a day only that is that day when we stand before the master. Truly, there's judgment going on in the earth because if you look at the way the world tries to treat us, treat us and the way you alone judges yourself sometimes when you go through challenges it means that you do not know that as he is so are you in this world it says because as he is so are we in this world so are we in this world from verse 18 says it says there is no fear in love but perfect love casts out out fear because fear had no torment because fear had torment okay so you see God's idea for us is to trust in Him absolutely, is to walk conscious of the kind of love that He has, uh, that, he, that He has for us, is to walk, walk conscious of the fact that as He is, so are we in this world. Therefore, our life truly should be an example, a, a testament of His of His of His love, of His goodness, of 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 the knowing. That we are not ordinary human beings. When you go through a challenge, when you go through, when you go through, or maybe you have a pain in your body, you have you have a challenge as relates to your to your health or something. How do you respond? How do you how do you how do you how do you see yourself in that situation? How do you talk about yourself? How do you, what what words come out of your mouth? What comes out of you? The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. It means you've been taking in something either directly or indirectly. Okay? And that is what will come out of you. So in times like this, try to look at your life and remember, be conscious of the fact that Christ dwells in you. Be conscious of the fact that your life is not ordinary. You're not just an ordinary being. The Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. When Jesus walked the face of the earth, 
he was he was he was he was powerful he had answers to every question that life has to throw at him. He could answer at any question that any anybody would answer him at any time. He had the perfect answer. We could be as Jesus. Not even I'm not saying we could. I'm not saying we could try to be like Jesus. In your strength, you shall not prevail. But accept this truth today. Accept it that as Jesus is in his day and his time, when he walked the face of the earth, that is the way you are in today's world there's no difference between you and the father there's no difference between you you are a god you know the bible there's a scripture that says uh you you they walk as men and they shall die like men because they do not understand that they are gods it says ye are gods okay if you live in this earth in this day and time when somebody says if you don't wear a a nose mask or whatever to protect yourself from a virus <laughs> that you're going to catch a virus <laughs> that is not true for the christian okay the bible says they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover it means you shall touch the sick you see it means it means you shall speak to the sick you shall touch touch any kind of sickness and you will not be sick that's because there's a life that is at work in you there's a life there's a there's a power that's at work in you that supersedes the life of the natural man. So do not forget who you are in Christ. That is the reason why I'm sending this message to you. That's the reason why I'm preaching this to you right now. Whatever you face, whatever you see, whatever you, you are going through right now, whatever it is that is happening around the world, what does the Bible say? It says, A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand. No matter the number of people that are, that are catching whatever, that are, that are, that are falling sick, to, to whatever infirmity or whatever disease that is ravaging the world, I don't care if to know if it is real or not. It shall not come near you. Say they shall take any harmful thing and shall not harm them. Okay. You are you are you are bigger. You are stronger. You are more powerful than any sickness that the devil has have to throw at you. You are more powerful than that. So walk conscious of the life that that Christ has given you. Walk conscious of the life that God has given you. And remember that the Bible says, He shall not forsake you or leave you comfortless. He said, It shall come to you. And today that scripture has been fulfilled in you because you have the Holy Ghost. Alright, so live as though you have the Holy Ghost. Live as though Christ lives in you by the Holy Ghost. Alright, walk conscious of the fact that Christ is at work in you okay uh, i just want to pray for you right now before i leave i just want to speak some words of blessings upon your life i pray i pray the good lord lift up his countenance upon you i pray that he gives you strength to know him more that he gives you strength to 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 love him that he fulfills your heart desires that he strengthens your work with him the bible says that he is at work in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure and I pray that scripture will be fulfilled in your life. That the Lord teaches you to walk with Him all the days of your life. That you shall be conscious of the fact that Christ lives in you. And that you shall know Him and that you shall do exploits in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for this wonderful time. I so much enjoyed sharing with you today. Thank you. And if you enjoy this message, please drop a message and tell me those things 
that God has blessed you with. Thank you so much. And I love you. And God bless you. Hello everybody, so good to be back here. I've missed you guys so much. Alright, and I am super glad to be back here. Now we've been talking about the infallibility of God's word. And I shared some amazing truths with you. That God's word is absolute. God's word doesn't fail, it doesn't change. It is the same yesterday, today and forever. Now I just want to build on that and talk more on... Um, what I've titled Christ Consciousness. Now, um, um, the beautiful thing about about this life of God and this life that God has given us is that we can actually live on earth here and walk as though it is Jesus walking on the surface of the earth. Now, somebody, um, the kind of mind will say, what do I mean by that? Uh, it is not possible for any man to to, to, to say he's Jesus or to say um, he has the same rights as, as Jesus has, has. Even so many Christians struggle with the fact that they do not believe that you can actually live in this realm, in this earth form, in your physical body and walk as the master walked. All right. They struggle with that truth. They struggle with that revelation. You know, but the Bible clearly makes us understand that uh, we are the same we have the same life we have the same authority we have the same privileges as Jesus has when he stands before the Father you know we are when we stand to pray when we stand to to talk to the Lord it is as though Jesus is the one talking to the Lord because we end it by saying in the name of Jesus now many people do not understand what that really means if they feel they're just saying a prayer you know they feel it's just uh, um, an access to the father yes um, jesus is really an access to the father you know but it is there's more you know it is as though when we pray it is as though jesus is the one standing right there before the father that's how we get our prayers answered you know the bible says that all his promises yeah and amen there's a reason for that it's because jesus whenever jesus prays he prayed it got answers you know he was always answered you know that is why at one point the disciples said to the master teach us to pray you know because they saw that he had results they saw that whenever he prayed god heard him now that is the same privilege and the same access that god has given us when we pray in the name of in the name of jesus now but I want you to carry this consciousness in your mind that when you pray, it is not you praying, all right? It is you praying, but God is not seeing you as in you because you are coming in the name of Jesus. Now, I don't really know how to explain this to you, but the people of the world, they've given us, they've tried, they've, they've, they've given us a kind of mindset, a kind of uh, mentality 
where they want us to think that we are less of God, we are we are we are mere mortals. But you see, the Christian is not just a human being. There's nothing human about you. All right, I don't really know how to break this to you right now, but I want you to understand that there's something inside of you that makes you different from the world. Your consciousness should be that of Christ. How was Jesus like when he walked the face of the earth? Now, I, I like to ask myself some some questions sometimes when I'm in some situations. You know, I like to find out how would Jesus react to the situation that we're facing. You know, several weeks ago, uh, uh, since we had this lockdown, I've been asking myself what the master would do if he walked the face of the earth at this time. You know, I was asking myself some really interesting questions, you know, and it's all right to try to find answers when you're facing challenges. Go to God. That is why he's there. I bet you, I always guarantee you that he would respond to you. All right. He's the God that wants to reason. That's why I said, come unto me and let's reason. Say, come, let's reason together. He wants you to bring your strong points. He wants you to present your case and ask questions because he's a loving father. You know, and he cares, and he wants he wants to listen to you. That's why when you pray, you should have, it should be as though you are communicating with him. All right. So back to what I was telling you. You know, I was asking questions in my mind. You know, I wanted to find out what Jesus would do at this time. You know, from the scriptures, I realized that if Jesus walked the face of the earth at this time, that we're having this, uh, we seem to be having this global pandemic, as they call it. Now, I bet you. Jesus would still go around having crusades. He would, he would, he would lay hands on the sick. You know, now they say we should practice uh, social distancing and all of that. All of that is good to the natural mind. Why you do all of that? Because uh, the Bible so admonishes us to obey the law and 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 listen to the government and all of that. Do not, I repeat, do not ever forget your God-given privileges, your 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 God-given rights and the things that God has made you. The Bible says, they that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. All right? Now, that is a statement of absolute truth. And if you look at that statement from the scriptures, it says, they that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Now, that's not telling you that uh, uh, because you are a Christian, you're going to do exploits. That's not what that scripture is saying. He said, they that have knowledge of God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. It means your strength comes from a place of knowledge. Your strength comes from a place of, of knowing who your God is. It means that you are conscious of the life and the power of God as a work in you. You see, so you don't, you don't just go around and, and live as though you are, you are in a quagmire as though you're in a situation that God cannot help you from. You know, your words, your, your, your actions should be dependent on the knowledge of God that you have, of the knowing that Christ lives in you truly. You see, if you're not born again, uh, um, then it's a different thing altogether. I advise you to get born again and begin to study the scriptures and find out what God's word says concerning you. But today I'm talking to the one that is actually born again, the one that has confessed Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life. You know, there is a place for you in God. There is a place for you in Christ. 
and that place is a place of absolute victory absolute dominion absolute power and truth you see that's why it is important that you feed on god's word because your knowing of god's word will give you strength it says they that know their god they shall be strong and they shall do exploits you see there's a scripture i love so much uh uh, it says uh when there be a casting down thou shalt say there's a lifting up now looking at that scripture all right you see that before you will say that there's a lifting up it means that you have a knowledge of the god that you serve you see the Bible says, he that is weak should say, I am strong. How do you do that? How do you apply those scriptures to your life when you do not understand that something is inside of you that gives you strength? The Bible says, the joy of the Lord gives strength. You see, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, how do you apply those scriptures to your life when you do not know that Christ is your strength? When you do not know that God is 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 is, is all power, is all sovereign? You You... You begin to assess those those realities when you study God's word. That's why it's important for you to know God's word for yourself. You see, they that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Now you can paraphrase and say, they that do not know their God, they shall lack strength and they shall lack exploits because they do not have a knowing of God. Okay? Now I want to read a very important scripture. It is actually my test scripture for today. It is in 1 John chapter 4 from verse 17 all right there's there's a part there in that scripture that i want you to see now um let's just read it from verse 16 first john 4 16 it says and we have known look at it again and we have known all right and we have known and believed the love that god had for us now looking at that scripture again you see the place of knowledge where knowledge comes in again you see a child who knows that if he jumps down, his father will catch him, all right, will have no issue jumping down, would have no fear in him. You see, perfect love that God has for us has, has no fear. The kind of love that God has for us has no fear. That is the same love that the father tries to exhibit, even, even in his limited state and form. You see, a father who truly loves his child will do anything for his child. Even that love as it is, that love is beautiful, but it is limited to the kind of love that God has for us. It says, I want to read that scripture again. It says, and we have known, we have known the kind of love that God has for us. We have known and believed the love that God had for us. It says, God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. That's another part of the scripture. And God in him. It's from verse 17, it says, herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this world now most people think that hearing is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment most people think that the day of judgment is a day only that is that day when we stand before the master truly there's judgment going on in the earth because if you look at the way the world tries to treat us treat us and the way you alone judges yourself sometimes when you go through challenges it means that you do not know that as he is, so are you in this world. It says, because as he is, so are we in this world. So are we in this world. From verse 18 says, it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear had no torment. Because fear had torment. Okay? So you see, 
God's idea for us is to trust in Him absolutely, is to walk conscious of the kind of love that He has, uh, that he, that he has for us, is to walk, walk conscious of the fact that as He is, so are we in this world. Therefore, our life truly should be an example, a, a testament of His of His of His love, of His goodness, of 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 the knowing. That we are not ordinary human beings. When you go through a challenge, when you go through, when you go through, or maybe you have a pain in your body, you have you have a challenge as relates to your to your health or something. How do you respond? How do you how do you how do you how do you see yourself in that situation? How do you talk about yourself? How do you, what what words come out of your mouth? What comes out of you? The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. It means you've been taking in something either directly or indirectly. Okay? And that is what will come out of you. So in times like this, try to look at your life and remember, be conscious of the fact that Christ dwells in you. Be conscious of the fact that your life is not ordinary. You're not just an ordinary being. The Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. When Jesus walked the face of the earth, he was he was he was he was powerful. He had answers to every question that life has to throw at him. He could answer at any question that any anybody would answer him at any time. He had the perfect answer. We could be as Jesus. Not even I'm not saying we could I'm not saying we could try to be like Jesus. In your strength you shall not prevail. But accept this truth today. Accept it that as Jesus is in his day and his time, when he walked the face of the earth, that is the way you are in today's world. There's no difference between you and the Father. There's no difference between you. You are a God. You know, the Bible, there's a scripture that says, uh, you, you, they walk as men and they shall die like men because they do not understand that they are gods. It says, ye are gods. Okay? If you live in this earth in this day and time, when somebody says, if you don't wear a a nose mask or whatever to protect yourself from a virus, <laughs> that you're gonna catch a virus, <laughs> that is not true for the Christian. Okay, the Bible says they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It means you shall touch the sick. You see, it means it means you shall speak to the sick. You shall touch touch any kind of sickness, and you will not be sick. That's because there's a life that is at work in you. There's a life, there's a, there's a power that's at work in you that supersedes the life of the natural man. So do not forget who you are in Christ. That is the reason why I'm sending this message to you. That's the reason why I'm preaching this to you right now. Whatever you face, whatever you see, whatever you, you are going through right now, whatever it is that is happening around the world, what does the Bible say? It says, a thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand. No matter the number of people that are, that are catching whatever, that are, that, are, that are falling sick to to whatever infirmity or whatever disease that is ravaging the world, I don't care if to know if it is real or not, it shall not come near you. Say they shall take any harmful thing and shall not harm them. Okay? You are, you are, you are bigger, you are stronger, you are more powerful than any sickness that the devil has to, have to throw at you. You are more powerful than that. 
So walk conscious of the life that, that Christ has given you. Walk conscious of the life that God has given you. And remember that the Bible says, He shall not forsake you or leave you comfortless. He said, It shall come to you. And today that scripture has been fulfilled in you because you have the Holy Ghost. Alright, so live as though you have the Holy Ghost. Live as though Christ lives in you by the Holy Ghost. Alright, walk conscious of the fact that Christ is at work in you. Okay, uh, I just want to pray for you right now before I leave. I just want to speak some words of blessings upon your life. I pray, I pray the good Lord lift up his countenance upon you. I pray that he gives you strength to know him more. That he gives you strength to, to, to love him. That he fulfills your heart desires. That he strengthens your work with him. The Bible says that he is at work in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And I pray that scripture will be fulfilled in your life. That the Lord teaches you to work with him all the days of your life. That you shall be conscious of the fact that Christ lives in you. And that you shall know him and that you shall do exploits in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for this wonderful time. I so much enjoyed sharing with you today. Thank you. And if you enjoy this message, please drop a message and tell me those things that God has blessed you with. Thank you so much. And I love you. And God bless you.